Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cricket and the King podcast, the podcast where Jesus is the answer to everything and we are constantly expanding on that point. I'm your host Ben and today we're going to be talking about a subject near and dear to my heart, violence. Just kidding, violence isn't near and dear to my heart, but it is something that I kind of like in a sportsman sort of way. I do jujitsu, and I thought it was a good time to maybe release an episode about my thoughts on violence, seeing as there is a war going on in Ukraine that that North America as a whole seems to be either itching or not itching to get a part of, depending on who you talk to. Oh, excuse me. Full of burps here. Anyway, I, I think it's interesting, like, being a Christian and having a relationship with violence, because on the one hand, we're called to be peacemakers, um, uh, peacemakers will inherit the earth, you know, as Jesus says. And and I don't think that there is necessarily a place for violence in the life of the believer in terms of our reaction towards or interaction with society. Now, let me caveat that before I get absolutely gouged with comments of, well, what about just war? What about this? What about that? I think there are instances, so let me give like a really stark black and white example that most people are never going to experience in their lifetime. I think that there will be times where, uh, say somebody is getting physically assaulted and you need to protect that person. Like it's like a child getting beaten by an adult or something. So you, you know, run in and flying sidekick the person and, um, Bruce Lee them and whatever, uh, Okay, that was a time you needed to commit violence in protection of another person. But how often does that sort of thing happen where it's that black and white and you can see the clear decision that needs to be made and take action towards that thing? Also, are you even allowed to do that as a believer or are you supposed to stand and pray and hope it, hope the child stops getting beaten? I know that's an extreme example, but it, you know it's worth thinking about because uh, I think having... Having a pre-planned, I want to say pre-programmed response in our brain because we've thought through the issue is important because when issues arise, you're always, you're going to go to your base instincts. That's what you're going to do. It's it's what everybody does. It's why you have to train to be good at fighting because your instincts suck and you, you go to the lowest level of your instincts when you fight if you're actually like panicked or if you're like calm about it and you're focused on training like you're typically going to come out on top and win unless they shoot you in which case just no chance anyway i'm i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting a little off topic but the um the way that we manage that as believers like i'm not sure you know, does God protect us from those situations so we don't have to commit violence? Um, is it part, is being engaged in violence a part of being a peacemaker in an, in a weird roundabout way? Uh, I know as a man, I tend to be kind of aggressive in my personality uh, and I like to fight. It's why it's my hobby is fighting and doing jujitsu. It's not like fighting, fighting. I'm, I don't like getting punched in the face anymore, although I do get punched in the face sometimes. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely 
I know for myself, it's been something I've really had to work through. And especially with, not that our country is going to go to war or anything is going to go really seriously wrong. Uh, I shouldn't, you know, never say never. Like maybe things could go sideways and there could be a draft in Canada and we could have to go to war. But, But I'm like, okay, so as a believer, how do I respond when violence is becoming part of the equation um what responsibilities do i take to what degree do i say it's out of my hands and i just have to do what i have to do uh i think i mean for me i take a lot of comfort in that that i think the holy spirit will guide me in whatever situation i come upon um to be able to make the correct decision and to do what needs to be done in the moment and no more, you know, go no further than you have to go and, uh, and have self-control and also be able to manage situations appropriately. Um, but I, I don't know what the answer is for everybody else. And I've talked to different believers, uh, who have a wide range of perspectives on this. I've talked to people who are absolute pacifists that believe that violence is never the answer, that there's never any reason for violence, and that we should avoid it at all costs. I've met people that believe in just war and think going out and fighting and shooting a bunch of people in the face is fine, which are like, and I'm kind of like in the middle. Like, I'm like, I think it's up to God to judge what is okay in terms of taking action and what's okay in terms of, because each one is a choice. Inaction is an action of sorts. Um, it's like that sounds really like, like pseudo sciency, like weird. Like inaction is a choice, bro. You are taking action, and you're in action. Like, okay, yeah, that's maybe that's not the most fair um, thing or position to put the pacifist in, but but largely, you know, we do have to make a choice. We do have to decide what we're gonna do. And I know that uh, I've listened to some of the Voice of the Martyrs podcasts uh, closer to the fire with Bruce Musselman, I think. Anyway, it's a great podcast, but they talk about, you know, persecution in the church. And those those people, when they're persecuted against, like, direct physical harm, they don't take violent action against their persecutors. And, and um, you know, I, I mean, I assume that's the honorable thing to do. I don't really know. Uh, you know, like Jesus says, if people strike you on one cheek, turn to them and offer the other. Um, so, you know, if Jesus said it, then it's probably true. But he also is saying that in the context of um, meekness, not weakness. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, where the difference between meekness and weakness is weakness is just taking it because you can't dish anything back or do anything. And meekness is strength under control. So choosing choosing the option that is um, non-violent because because you can not because you're forced to that's the difference between weakness and meekness in in my opinion meekness is strength under control so with that in mind again you know how do we respond to violence what do we do in the face of um, needing to commit it or you know somebody is about to shoot somebody else do we shoot that somebody is that okay i don't know i don't know um but i do think that it's important to have kind of an open discussion about it and be thinking okay where where do we as christians stand and um there is one there is one story 
that I remember uh, one of one of the small group leaders uh, a while back when Katie and I were attending this little church in Edmonton. Uh, he had this vivid uh, memory of his dad. There were two guys beating the crap out of each other in the streets, and his dad got out of parked through the van and park, got out, ripped the two guys apart. I don't think he like was throwing hands or anything. He was just just wrestling the two guys off of each other, grabbed the one guy who seemed to be the the victim of the attack, chucked him in the side door of the van, and then got in his van and drove him to a different location um, to stop the violence, right? And now he did have to commit some violence, like some aggressive chucking off of the other dude. Uh, he might have kicked him off. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what the details of the story were. But, you know, and I think in his heart that was the conviction that he had was to do that thing. Now, is that violence? Is that being a peacemaker through violent action? You know, what, where does that classify? And is that the appropriate response as a believer? I personally tend to tend towards the side of that being the correct kind of response to have, to take the appropriate action, um, using violence in a way to, that creates peace between two parties. I think I think that is correct. Although I I wouldn't teach this as a doctrine. I wouldn't say this is the answer. Like I said, I'm still working through this issue on myself and I say it all the time, but those of us who teach will be judged more strictly. So take this as a grain of salt. This is more just me disseminating my thoughts on the violence. Um, and, and the thing also with war that I that I wish more people saw or thought about is like, who's telling you to go kill other people? Like it, it seems like maybe you don't have a choice or whatever, but it seems just kind of arbitrary to be like, okay, we're going to go into this other nation and just start murking people. You know, like, can't you be like, like, what are you going to gain? You're not, it's not like old Bible times where you're like, we get to take their land and their house and all this stuff is mine and I'm pillaging and whatever. And maybe there's pillaging going on in the Ukraine. I have no idea. But it's like, I wish that we had, that people had the ability to step back and say, why am I doing this as an individual and stand on their convictions uh, and say no. Um, because it's just, you know, one old man telling another old man that he wants to, you know, ruin his country or whatever. And what the, what the flip is the point? Um, that being said also, it says that the Lord allows causes leaders to rise and fall. So the leaders that are in place that are making the choices they're making, they're there for a reason. And as my mom said, history is headed in a direction. Actually, I think she got that quote from someone else, but she says it all the time, so I attribute it to her. But history is headed in a direction. We're going somewhere. It means something. And I think as believers, we're just called to um, pray and seek the Lord, be as close to uh, as close to Him as we can relationally, and listening to His Spirit and His voice. The um, you know in us in our prayer life through the Word. And yeah, making making appropriate choices from there. I don't know if this was coherent entirely or if this ramble is completely useless, but I I wanted to kind of put it out there because I think, you know, maybe there will be a time where we have to commit violence uh, and maybe it's worth having that on your radar to think about. 
You know, what am I going to do in the face of war as a believer or in the face of necessary violence as a believer? Or is there such a thing as necessary violence? How will I react? What will I do? So, yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Hope to see you on the next one. And God bless you. We will see you when I see you. Thanks again. Bye.